1: what's up guys this is hunter gamble this is the ninth episode of wrestler problems podcast um it is april 30th 2020 so um you know everything's going on there's not a ton of news in wrestling so um honestly haven't been great about getting these actually probably more like every two weeks getting these out just because just because of the downtime and um you know honestly it really really haven't had a ton of news uh I know Old Dominion dropped their program. I came on and talked about that a little bit. And then um, recently, there's been a little bit of news about the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. So we're going to get into that because I, I honestly uh, have a lot to say about that um, on a couple fronts, and I'll, I'll kind of attack it in a couple different ways. But um, first off, we'll just start. I don't really know the whole timeline. If you guys want to look into the timeline of all the series of events that's going on or don't really know um, if if... If you don't really know what's been going on If you guys want to listen to FRL Flow Radio Live I know they kind of went into the whole You know everything uh, The timeline and everything uh, I think it's episode 489 So if you guys want to listen to that get Kind of get yourself caught up Because I don't, I don't totally know the whole um, story But I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give you a rundown as far as I know it So um, before Perry Mark Perry left for Arizona State I guess the news came out that allie reagan said or this was maybe maybe right after yeah right right before right after um allie reagan came out she's a member of the hawkeye wrestling club she wrestles there um her and four other girls um and so basically said that you know hawkeye wrestling club is defunding women's wrestling for for the hawkeye wrestling club so um which is in in this day and age not a great look right so if that is that if if that is the true news that's really not a great look to be doing you know to be i guess defunding which that that makes it sound so terrible right the, like almost say, saying those words makes it sound like you know you're cutting the program or you're doing these things and i don't necessarily think that that is what's going on but i, I i'll, I'll kind of give you my insight for what i think is going on and a couple of back and forth so you know a couple people have come out and said you know tom brands come out and said hey you know that's not necessarily true you know that that you know we we would love to have the ladies here the ladies decided they wanted to move on um and he he always says ladies you guys you guys realize that he says lady wrestlers he never says like he never says women or it, it, it's just crazy that he, oh, he basically always says ladies I don't know I think that's pretty funny but uh but anyways uh so Kayla Miracle tweeted and basically said you know uh she's I, something along the lines of um you know she told she was told I, I don't even I don't know the exact tweet um but she came on and said that basically like not not the exact story that Allie was saying. So um, let me just pull it up right quick because I I actually want to actually want to kind of kind of go through and read this because um, it was it's pretty important. So um, unless she okay, so <clears throat> she said yes. I'm an anonymous Hawkeye Wrestling Club member and said Hawkeye Wrestling Club did not cut the women's funding and I know that I will be I will be welcome there as long as I want to be there. So. She came out and said that um, she is also a member of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. So, got a couple different stories on on different sides. So, this is what I think happened, and you know I don't really want to speculate. So, they've been told that their last paycheck was coming in July. Uh, the the women told were told that their last paycheck were coming what was coming in July. So, some of them just went ahead and moved on. So, a couple things. Um, first thing is I think that they were probably told something similar to that. Um, and we're told, Hey, if you guys want to stick around, you know, that you're more than welcome, you, you, you are totally welcome to stay. Um, but you're probably just not going to get paid Finan- You know, you, you're just not going to get this financial, um, support. We'll support you, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we don't have the ability or, or we're just not going to choose not to support you financially anymore, which is totally normal, right? And, in in, in in any circumstance, um, where you have an employee or you have someone that you're paying or, um, for you to say, okay, well, we, we're, we're not going to support that anymore. But you know, in this case, it is a, it's still, you know, I think they were still giving them the opportunity to train there, but they just weren't going to pay them to be there. So, um, I think that's the first thing, um, which most people would probably say is a slap in the face. And we'll kind of get to that next about, um, RTC athletes and, uh, kind of what, what they, what they are, what, what RTC athletes are. Cause, um, they're not really. I mean, you you get paid, but you're not really an employee, right? You are you are kind of different from from an employee um, in a sense. So let me just start with that. So I think I, I'm I'm of the belief that it's somewhere along those lines where they were told, "Hey, we're not going to support you financially anymore, but we will. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give you the opportunity to still stay here and train if you want." So obviously, the girls they probably can't. The ladies probably can't do that. They they can't. Most of them can't um, stay there and train without getting some financial compensation, which I think was kind of the understanding that um, you are welcome to stay, but you know we're not necessarily going to give you this financial compensation. So some of the girls have left for Sunkiss, where Mark Perry is at now, um, out of Arizona State, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the status on all of the women right now. That were wrestling for the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, but I I, I know some have moved on and and have left the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. But let's let's talk about the the um, what what RTC athletes are. Okay, so Ben Askren came on on FRL same episode. If you guys want, it's actually a really good episode. The very beginning talks about. Um, kind of everything and, and Ben Askren gives some insight into RTC athletes and and really really great insight but couple couple areas where I kinda wanna, you know, jump into and and, and challenge him on a little bit. So um he talks about RTC athletes being basically um, that they are charity right so you're getting paid charity because you're not revenue generating athletes so um you're not you're not generating you're not generating revenue like a um like an nba athlete like uh and like an nfl athlete um and so you're because you're not generating that revenue um you're the the money that you're getting paid isn't coming from profit or or it, I mean it, it isn't coming from the revenue that's being generated. It's coming from a donation. It's coming from uh, funding, right? So um, it's coming from a reserve. That's when you know when when Flow Radio or when when Flow Wrestling released that uh, that article a few years ago about Penn State having this large reserve. That's that's all because people donated. That's not because they're generating a certain amount of revenue through. Well, I mean, it 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 can be from a variety of things, right? It it can be from camps. Um, It can be from uh, things that they are putting they're putting money back into their RTC. So. I won't necessarily say that. It can be from camps. It can be from some other things. So those athletes can, in a sense, do a little bit of revenue generating um, if they are working camps for Penn State or, um, you know, wh- whichever program. I know App State has a big wrestling camp. Chattanooga has a big wrestling camp. And those – those the money that are, is made from camp is, is, is a lot of times – it's used to pay the people that come and do the camp, but then the rest is, for the most part, put back into the club or, to, or into the RTC. So that is one way that athletes can generate a little bit of revenue through camps, through other things like that. Now, because wrestling isn't a high, right, it's not a high-revenue sport, so when most athletes do camps, they do them on their own. So they're going out and doing camps, they're traveling, doing things like that, um, and they're pretty much pocketing all the revenue. So that revenue... Um or profit. Let's just call it profit because because there are some expenses that go in there. Um. So so we'll say profit. The profit that comes from those camps goes straight into their pockets for the most part. So there's no there's no um the the RTC doesn't take in a certain amount of money and then. You know, hey, we've made this much money this month, and now we're giving it to you. It doesn't work like that, right? They're not—they're not revenue generating. There's no source of it, uh, revenue, and then there's no profit. There's just—there's uh, really just expenses, um, keeping the the wrestling room lights on and, and things like that. Which is another story because those expenses are actually, for the most part, coming from the school that is housing the RTC and 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 housing that um, that wrestling room. So there's not a ton of expenses, but there's also not a ton of revenue. So there's basically no profit. So for the most part, any money that's coming to the RTC is donations. Um, it's funding that is coming from donors, um, and things like that. So, um, Ben Askren's right on that point. Um, the fact that that, you know, that these, these athletes are, are, being funded that way they're being paid that way and that's why he said that he wanted to be out of the sport because you know he just couldn't make any money that way um and and he didn't he didn't feel comfortable um taking charity and is 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 what he called it so i see that as as part of um he's part correct in that i have another little bit of insight that i would like to add so i don't think that Right there's a couple goals. So for there's we, we got to look at the overall goals for what RTCs do. So do RTCs are they meant to bring guys in and make them Olympic and World champs? Um, to a certain extent, yes. Uh, the highest of the high RTCs, the best of the best RTCs. That's what they're meant to do. Um, but they're also two. They're it's it's a twofold. So uh, it's also to make the athletes that you have that are still in college better because you bring in better partners and better guys to learn from. Um, so it makes those guys better. And then also it, it is a flash to recruits to say, Hey, we have these guys here. Um, come, come, come be a part of this. So is it, um, is it charity in a sense? Yes, but it's more, it's a little more complicated than that because there's two entities. There's the RTC and then there's the school. So they're not getting paid from the school. They're getting paid from the RTC, but the RTC is helping drive a lot of the success that the school is having. So we're talking about two different things here. The RTC is paying them. The school is what they're helping, right? They're helping themselves obviously because they're, they're trying to become world and Olympic champs. But the whole point for the uh, a lot of the coaches and what they're doing is trying to bring these athletes in to help with recruiting to help with um which, you know, is crap to me, uh, the whole recruiting aspect. But, I mean, it looks good. If, if, if you've got Kyle Snyder, Thomas Gilman, David Taylor, Zane Rutherford all in one room and you can say, oh, I want to learn from those guys, yeah, then, then that that's, that's going to be appealing to a lot of these younger high school kids that are getting into freestyle wrestling a little bit earlier, getting into wrestling a little bit earlier, um, having relationships with some of these older guys and some of these guys in college, um, you know, so... I think that there's, there's two entities here and that we're kind of glossing over the other one. So they are, in a sense, charity, but in another sense, they are an investment. Okay? So RTC athletes are an investment because they're an investment in your program. Um, they're an investment in your college program for the RTC sake. Yes, invest or they, they are. They are charity. They're, it's a it's a donation. They You're not getting paid to then go out and or you're not generating revenue. And then therefore, based on the revenue that you're generating, you're getting paid based on how much you generate. no, 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 no. no. It's not working that way. You are getting paid because you are an investment to the program. You are an investment to it, right, if you're at Nittany Line Wrestling Club, you are an investment to Penn State Wrestling, right? So because of that, because you're an investment, you're getting paid and you're getting a certain, you know, allotted, you know, you're getting a certain amount of money um, that that is coming to you because you're, you're, you are basically like any, not, I'm, I, I don't want to I don't want to put it and say it's you know you're a piece of um you're a piece of all right so you know i was just gonna say like you you're just like a you know like 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 equipment right in a sense so pp and e property plant and equipment so you know that's that's those are assets that you can have um in your um in your program in your program um you can have those assets in your program so like anything like a weight room that's an asset to your program right that, so if you if you continually upgrade your your uh, wrestling room that that is an investment in your wrestling room so that's an investment in your facilities okay those are assets that you have so to me i look at these rtc athletes as assets right they're 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 assets to the wrestling program but they're getting paid out of a different entity so they're they're not necessarily it's not necessarily in the sense of of oh it's just charity cuz we're own, we're paying these guys just to help them go on their journey and you know do their own thing and uh they they they're trying to be olympic and 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 world world champs. Yes, that is another factor. It's it's beneficial for both. It helps those athletes to become those and it helps the the programs to to generate those type of athletes and bring in those that type of athletes so that they can do better at recruiting and so that they can develop their their college guys okay so you have to look at it a little bit more in depth than just on the on the scale of what the RTC is the RTC and the and the wrestling team are two totally different entities all right so you have to understand that for getting paid through one and then still be, you know you're still benefiting another that doesn't just mean just because you're getting paid and you're not receiving revenue through through the RTC that you are charity so in my sense i like to look at it as they are they are assets right they are assets to the wrestling program all right as a whole um they are they're an asset to help uh you know for, for nitnyline wrestling club or for hawkeye wrestling club um, they are an asset So let's look at it through that lens So This is where I have some confusion So you You do away with the You do away with the the ladies uh, Some You tell them that their funding is going to be cut And then you go and sign Some You go and sign some other athletes Like Pat Lugo Like Paul Glenn They sign these other guys And um, Guys that aren't trying to be olympic and world champs so that's an even more indication of what an rtc is um especially in that in that aspect i mean okay maybe maybe pat lugo is is trying to become a world and olympic champ i I think it would be a tough time for for him to to make a world team but he's i mean he's number one guy in the country in college this year i mean I, i i it's not out of the realm possibility but it would be really 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 it would be a real stretch for a guy like Paul Glenn to try to make a world Olympic team. And I don't think that's what he's there for. I really don't. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and you know, that, that can be something we talk about, but, but let's think about this. It, it farther, it further um, justifies my argument of the fact that these guys, a lot of these guys aren't necessarily for the building world Olympic champs for the Hawkeye wrestling club. It's to help the college guys, all right, it's to see it's to see this stable of of guys that you have um, you're bringing in and you're you're keeping guys around. It's building this stable up to help train with and to help see you know to help recruits come in and say, oh well, there's this flock of you know Hawkeye Wrestling Club guys that I can learn from as well. So this is where I have some struggle with because I really hope that. It's not the case of that's why we're doing this and you know we're building a men's wrestling team and therefore we're going to sign men even though they are they're probably not as I'm not going to say not as good because I mean it's a it's a different argument right the women are are closer to the ladder they're closer to that top spot than the guys that they just signed are Um, So they're closer to becoming world and Olympic champs than um, probably Pat Lugo and Paul Glenn and those other guys. So – you may have a mission statement of being, you know, or, or what What I don't even know what the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, what what they, what they are, right? What their mission statement is. It may be to, to make Iowa wrestling better or to, I have no clue. Um, I would have to look at that. But if a lot of these, you know, it's pretty cliche. A lot of these uh, RTCs are, you know, uh, we're going to make World Olympic champs. Okay, all right. Well, like you, the, the move you just made wasn't to make World Olympic champs. It's to help, it's to help Iowa wrestling. Okay, and that's fine. That's fine. It's your money. It's the money that you got. You know, funded. You fund. You went out and did all the fundraising. But let's not get it confused on 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 what we're talking about. If you're if you have more, if Mark Perry leaves and you're you know you're doing some reallocating of funds and who you want to pay, that's fine. But let's talk about what it really is and the fact that you're bringing these guys in to help your college program you're you're retaining these college athletes guys that just left college so that you can continue to house them and feed them and and do all these things and so that they can help your college guys that's what it is okay um and maybe maybe there's a little bit of uh it, it helps both because maybe maybe it uh you know, maybe pat lugo gets a little better and you know, he's on a on on a national team or something like that um, but I, I mean I just don't see that you, you you've got ladies that are right there to make the team really close to making teams have made teams in the past And they are gonna have their paychecks taken away And then these other guys are going to be brought in and they're nowhere close to making a team so it really makes you think about what what the purpose is for an RTC. So I think it's I think it's two and threefold. I think it's right. They they want to generate these world and Olympic champions, of course, um, but they want to help their guys that are currently in college because they want to continually make their their program better because it helps right the the the, the co- making the college program better is what helps their salary all right it's what's going to help their funding for 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 their program um it's going to help them get more uh, assets whether it's a new wrestling room or um things like that so if you're able to build this great RTC and then funnel those guys in and help your college guys it's going to help with the funding from your school all right, it's going to because they see this success, and then therefore you're gonna you're gonna in in a lot of cases get more funding or or or, or get better recruits, and and that's that's what you want. You want to stimulate that success, and I understand that, but I don't. I, I think sometimes because of because of those instances, they used to be that they would. I think most of the time they would go hand in hand. So bringing in a Thomas Gilman and bringing in a Kyle Snyder. That goes hand-in-hand hand with trying to help your college program, okay? Penn State's helping their college program by bringing in these guys because they can train with the college guys. And also, recruits see this, and then they want to come because they want to train with Kyle Snyder and Thomas Gilman. But it also is beneficial for Kyle Snyder and Thomas Gilman because now they can try to accomplish their goals of being world Olympic champions, All right, so it's mutually beneficial. With the ladies at the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, I don't know if Tom Brands felt that the return on the investment that he was getting from the ladies and what he was getting, right, is probably spending quite a bit of money to keep them around, and the return on the investment may have not been there to the point That he wanted, maybe it wasn't getting the guys better. Maybe, maybe having them in the room um, wasn't wasn't what he wanted. Maybe it wasn't getting the recruits he thought. So that's where I think we've got a little bit of of um, misunderstanding about what an RTC is, and then how how it's mutually beneficial. Because up until now, for the most part, it's always been mutually beneficial to bring in athletes. But now that we're talking about bringing in a stable of of, of female athletes to help a male team, um, I don't I don't know um, if 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 that's the case or not. But it makes you wonder if he's thinking, okay, well maybe my funds could be better suited to bring in more guys, right, to help my college program. And this kind of all for me goes back a little bit to the fact that we don't have women's wrestling in college and. I mean, we do, okay, but we don't have it on the wide scale that 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 we have men's wrestling, and that's the next step for us to be able to succeed. Is I think it's got to come, it's got to come collegiately. I think, and it's going to not only help the it's not it's not only going to help the the women's wrestling at the higher level, but it's gonna it's going to help men's wrestling at. at at the collegiate level because now we have a a, a female counterpart for um funding purposes for title nine purposes um so there's a there's a lot of impacts that come into that but long-winded i know but guys really a topic that um that i hope you um that, that 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 is kind of complicated and i hope i hope you were able to understand uh kind of all the entities that go into everything and uh I try to take a step back in a couple of senses and, and really look at it from a wide angle. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the only other issue is that with these, with programs now, is there might be some cutting due to COVID-19. So maybe there's a lack of funding because of those instances, and you really don't know um, a lot of what goes into the decisions that people are making right now, um, a lot of impacts coming through. So, um a great a great conversation guys i really uh i really enjoy talking about this because it it kind of melds two worlds that i that i enjoy and kind of talking about uh, about financial aspects and um kind of generating this revenue and this growth that these rtcs have but it also gets to meld that with wrestling and, and 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 talking about those things because Um, At the end of the day, you do have to make money um, in a certain sense, or you have to be having success for your program. And if you're not seeing that return on investment, you're probably not going to continue to do that. So I think that may be kind of the route that that, that Tom had. Um, If not, I could be totally off base. But that's kind of my theory and how I see it. Um, And being a part of a college program for a little while and, and kind of the goals that we had, as far as rtc went our rtc went and what the purpose was for bringing guys into our rtc it was you know it was to help the college program there's no there's no doubt about it um it's it that's that's totally a part of it um so i really got i I really hope you guys enjoyed the conversation if you guys want to talk about this topic a little bit more i would really enjoy it um if anybody wants to come on and talk and chat and uh talk about wrestling a little bit feel free to uh to dm me or uh you guys can just comment on the on the on, on the um whatever you just reply on the twitter uh link or however however we do that I, and i spend a lot of time on twitter but i can't even understand just reply to the tweet yeah you got it um if you guys want to come on cool uh, and just talk about wrestling I, I'll, I'll talk about wrestling with pretty much anybody um so uh you can uh you can find this podcast on Spreaker is where is the platform that I do this on. Um Rest just type in wrestler problems. Um you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. Um you can find me on Twitter at HD Gamble and uh you guys have a great day. Thanks.